Action. I'm your co-host, Antoine. I'm your host, Jamie, and we're reversing course through discourse. Yes, I said host and not co-host. Antoine and I differ on that. Folks, <laughs> friendly <laughs> reminder. Go on. For our returning retractors, if you haven't already, please like and sub. If you have, thank you very much. Much appreciated. And if it's your first time joining us, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to start of Black History Month, the shortest month of the year. That's the month for Black History. <laughs> it's the Jeez. least amount of time you have to spend thinking about it. <laughs> Put your oppression and guilt behind you come March. But for these 28 days, <laughs> that's a focus. <laughs> I mean, is there a history behind that? I do not know. I've never looked into it. That's I've actually never heard anyone say that. And that almost makes me feel bad. Um, <laughs> I always thought it was anchored for some reason to the month. Like the month was significant because of an individual. Um, not that I know of. Uh, do you think they really just chose the shortest month? I, it just so happened to be this way. I don't know how these cookies crumble, but sometimes they just they crumble, crumble in a way that just doesn't seem too fair. <laughs> wow especially yeah when, that's especially rough, when man. you're dealing with minorities <laughs> just 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 i don't know i guess it's just circumstances <laughs> just, yeah, share the month with love valentine's day it's valentine's day and black history no days and off a couple of weeks and uh that's all that's all there is to it and then yes the other thing people are all like oh i want to do valentine's day and it's like why, why do you have to remind me about slavery i mean you think that the, these two things should not be in the same, in the same <laughs> three weeks it's just it's just a lot it's a lot to compile i feel uh but you know well who, it's not going to change it's it's not, not it's not going to change so anyway back to black history so as a result it may be a short month but i'm going to try and pack in a few episodes that uh, that do it a bit of justice i'm going to cover some things that are african diaspora related and i'm going to kick it off with one of the things that i found to be or i find to be the most interesting and by the most interesting, I mean, just, just interesting. Cause actually I, I, we, we got some more interesting things for you listener, but this is an interesting tidbit. And I think it's an app place to start. And I'm going to start. Jamie can see my screen with the true size of Africa. That's Africa. I was being very melodramatic about it. And this is always a really fascinating thing. Um, because when you, I mean, I, are you going to go into, you know, the way maps are drawn a little bit, yeah. I was gonna give, I'll, I'll give two. Most sentences. people hopefully Small know sentences. that, but it's always fascinating to see the truth because you just don't see it. You know it, but you don't actually see it often. And I think it's cool to see. So if you take, so I pulled this from a site called visualcapitalist.com. and it'll uh, be in the description for the episode, folks. Cool, cool. And uh, so here's here's the tidbit. And Jamie, it looks like you may have some more information, so you can you could definitely riff, but. It says, take a look at any map, and it's clear that the African continent is a big place. However, despite the common perception that Africa is a large landmass, it's still one that is vastly underestimated by most casual map viewers. The reason for this is that familiar, and I may be butchering this word, Mercator map projection. Is that how you say it, Jamie? Do you know? Mercator? M-E-R-C-A-T-O-R map? Yeah, I see it. Um, okay. Yeah, look Whatever you think. Okay, we're going to go with Mercator. Tends to distort our geographical view of the world in a crucial way, one that often leads to misconceptions about the relative sizes of both countries and continents. 
The problem with maps is not that Africa is sized incorrectly. It's that the Mercator projection attempts to place the spherical shape of the world onto a cylinder, causing areas closest to the poles to be stretched. Africa, which straddles the equator, barely changes in size. Meanwhile, the countries furthest from the equator become inflated from their true sizes on this type of map. For those of us living in Western countries, this is an interesting dilemma to consider. This means that the sizes of European and North American countries are distorted, giving us an inaccurate mental measuring stick for judging the relative sizes of other countries. This has implications not only for Africa, but for the whole Southern Hemisphere. South America, India, the Middle East, and even Australia are bigger than they may initially appear on a map. Is that what you were going to get into? Absolutely. Yeah, it's the it's them taking a spherical object and usually putting them down on a flat map or vice versa. That kind of screws everything up. So, yeah, it's great to. uh, It's great to draw attention to that. And I'll be honest, this does not come up often. So, again, even though some of our listeners, viewers may be aware of this phenomena to see it again, I mean, it just it's good to see. I wish that there was a way because. What Antoine's showing right now, and again, it'll be in our it'll be in our promos. It's almost like an animation to show the size differences, um, and we just don't have that type of media capability in our everyday lives today, where you look at something and it does that. So it's really cool to see. I encourage everyone to click on the link in the description. And I, and I like that. I like this um, explanation for it because I think that too often, you know. It, there's definitely a lot of things in this world that have to do with racism. And you, you look to, to the credit, you know, I don't know in the 14, uh, in the 15th century when map makers really started, you know, getting big. Uh, if there was a concerted effort to make, which I, I know there are certain maps, but I'm talking about like the standardized map that most of us remember from school, a concerted effort to make other countries, especially uh, Western countries, uh, Western Northern countries look bigger uh, as a part of like some sort of world domination, some sort of white nationalism aspect to it. There may be some aspect to it, but in general speaking, this is the official notation as to why this this occurs. And it's it's about putting something that is normally supposed to be on a spherical uh, object onto a flat surface. And this is this is the this is this just happened to have been the result. So there's that aspect to it. Now, back to what I think is even more fascinating because there's the thing it's one thing to just say all right africa it's a big continent people but i don't think including myself ha- people understand just how big it really is because even if it is normalized on the map to a degree uh because it's there's still some um what do you call it not offshooting but there's still there's still some uh manipulation that goes on uh, in terms of looking at other countries just in order to get everything on the same space you can fit a number of big countries within the continent of Africa. And I'm going to name, I'm going to name them because if Jamie can name 40 something things that NASA could do, I'm going to name all the countries. That do it, man. Just do it Africa. with rhythm, man. That's what I did. You just got to do, do it. I, I'm not going to do it with a beat. I, 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 I can <laughs> I can feel that beat. I can feel that bait. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to list them. And I'm going to talk about where they exist, where, where you could possibly put them. So we have the United States, which according to this site, uh, can it takes up to uh, 32.4% of the landmass of, of, uh, of Africa. You have China, you could fit in as well, which would then take up another 
I do want to just I, I want to pause you right there because what? I have I have a map in my and in, in the room that I'm in and yeah. it's the traditional map with all the with all the distortions and when you look at the U.S. versus Africa it's you're like oh my god we're enormous yeah it's a third I did that's I, I won't interrupt you again but no no you know, no please percent it's a third everyone a third that's crazy it's, yeah I, I, I mean when I visit the U.K. people talk about how massive the United States is the United States is a is a third. Of, of Africa. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, India, another massive, would only take up about 11% of Africa. Then you have Mexico at seven, six point five. 6.5. If I round up, they can take up 7. Peru, France, Spain, Papua New Guinea, Sweden, Japan, Germany, Norway, Italy, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, Nepal, Bangladesh and Greece, all of those countries put together. So this is including the first three that I listed, which was the United States, China, and India. All those countries I just named would equate to 100% of Africa. All those countries could fit inside the continent of Africa. That would be 30.33 million square kilometers, or for those of us in the United States, 11.71 million square miles of space that is how massive the continent of africa is and it's that is i mean so that's interesting and if you want to go into that more that's fine but that's about 18 countries and a lot of them are wealthy right yes how many countries are in africa i do not know know? (laughs) i don't know i do not know i can look it up i'm gonna look it up no, because well, I mean, yeah, I mean, and it's also how many how many countries that have been born, you know, 54, 54 50, countries. OK, 54 today. So, I mean, just to give you an idea, too, of I mean, 50 the, frag- the, the fragmentation of yeah. resources. I mean, I'm just saying it plays it plays a role. Yeah. In the wealth of a nation in that way, um, where you have this continent that's shared by I don't know how many geographical features are naturally separating these countries or whether or not there are. Well, they're arbitrary. Lines. They're, they're, yeah, they're borderline from the ending of uh, various world wars. The, 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 the so there, so resources are split between countries that other countries wouldn't have to necessarily fight over um, because the geopolitical lines are probably less ge- geographical and uh, natural um, and more, well, because of war or something. Mm. So I, I just think it, it's an interesting thing to think about too, that how many countries are actually making up this space. I, and, you know, maybe someone more educated in that would say, no, it's totally irrelevant. It has nothing, to, you know, what you're implying is not correct. Well, what, but, are, what um, are you implying exactly? The you're looking, cause I'm trying to think of right now, besides Canada and Australia, you have most of the wealthy nations fitting in there. Oh yes, in, in terms of yes, that's correct. Yeah, because um, think that's what they, this what this uh, site chose to, to use in order to illustrate just how massive. So I guess I guess with. fair enough. You could substitute others and put others in here. Maybe you yeah. knock out a couple of European ones and put Canada in there or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess that not that I'm implying. I, I it's a curiosity at this point. Hmm. The num- you have 18 countries in here versus the 54 that actually exist. Right. Um, and I'd be curious to look at the 54 at some point and understand how they're divided. Is it a natural 
um, geographical feature that you see in a lot of separation of countries or even states for us that that separate them rivers or whatever it may be mountains well you have um yeah go on no no or be, because i'm assuming resources are, are an issue and well, are you only, having only because fight? of only because they've been you know because of the colonization i mean that's why resources become a globalization that's why resources become an issue it's not necessarily has anything to do with the borders of the countries as as these aren't the natural borders of these countries to begin with. I mean, these are countries that were created based on. But that's that's kind of my point. Yeah, is that they're they're not. There's two. I don't want to. I, I I'm asking of whether or not this is the way that the land would have been naturally carved up. If it, it would not have been no, because it seems like you're taking these countries that are wealthy and you're putting them in here. And I know that they're from different continents. Um, but there's a lot more. There's f- 54 is way bigger than 18. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really. This is really. I think it's it's the shock value just to let people know how big the continent is. I, I don't think that it's. And and also taking countries that most people who will be looking at this site would be familiar with. I think that's part of where where they where, where they went with that personally. That's yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, most people know Spain. You know, you have an idea of how big Germany is. You have an idea of how big you think it, France is. To know that it's just one percent of the continent of Africa sort of would, you know, it, it's like wow, this is France. You, you on the map, France always looks huge in Europe. And, and uh, well, so maybe this is a different way of putting it. Maybe this is a different way of putting it. The wealthier nations of the world tend to be larger, and the continents seem to have some share of those wealthy nations whereas africa being is the continent itself that much bigger than any other continent because it has it seems more fragmented in the amount of countries that there are with with a lack of large wealthy nations i'm saying the reason it's so fragmented is because all these little areas were owed by the dutch yeah they all took little bites yeah they They all they all took little bites and that's what i mean they've by taking those little bites, they fragmented it they to fragmented a degree the country. where yeah. they cannot prosper like other oh, absolutely. have been able absolutely. to prosper. I, yes, I, I, I'm right. probably taking a horrible way of getting my thoughts out of my head because uh, I'm just thinking about I it think, on the spot. I think I see where you're going. But yes, that, that's exactly where you get the, the, the fragmentation is it makes it almost impossible in order to get a unified Africa as a result of it. Yes. And the history of violence and colonialism. Uh, further fragment uh, countries that may have had closer ties at one point or another. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that exactly. Like the, the, the fragmentation seems, I don't know if artificial is the right way because it's, it's the result of this colonialism, but clearly you have these wealthier nations that were able to coalesce at some point. Look, it took Europe af- until after the second world war to actually unite and stop fighting each other. So, I mean, it's, uh, it could happen one day, but it definitely the the, the global north makes and there was it incredibly to difficult it. to do it. They make exactly it very hard exactly to do it. You, there was support to do it. There wasn't a global north to stop. Yeah, to stop them. They were part it. of yeah. that 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 institution. That's so correct. it's it's more of me seeing this again and, and and sitting down with you and actually commenting on it, which is yeah. not really an opportunity I've had, even when I've seen it in the past, where I see a lot of wealthy, large wealthy nations, um, and then. There's few of them, and I'm just I, I'm taken aback by the con- by the contrast of a lot of smaller nations that don't have that wealth. And I'm curious if there 
is something to do with that. Now, the colonialism, yes, and all of that. But I wonder if there's something inherent in being smaller and more numerous in a space where you have to share resources that aren't defined and separated and siloed by natural by natural um, separation, yeah. right? Like yeah. where there's infighting and there's just all these factors against you. Yeah. If that's somehow suppressing you or oppressing you too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Def- I would. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I think I see what you're saying. You're, you're, you're saying without the, like the natural divide, well, you know, we talk about what's, what is a natural divide? I mean, the, the Canada, the United States is not a natural divide. It's a divide based on the fact that Canada was still a British colony uh, well past when the 13th originals. But you, that's an interesting point, though. But those are but those a, are two. But at the point when the colonies became countries, there were two entities to agree on one border. How many nations on this continent have that luxury of just negotiating with one other that has plenty of other resources and land so they can agree on that in the first place? Yeah. Again, without manipulation from an outside entity. I mean, that's exactly without the, that. Exactly. That's the key. That, that's that the key. On top of- yeah, that's the key. The, the 13 colonies have never been the 13 colonies. The 13 colonies didn't come together out of some necessity of brotherhood. Brotherhood. Uh, they very much operated independently after the war had ended. Uh, so it, it, it took a very long time of and a lot of hard nosed negotiating to actually create. Uh, a, a united constitution for that even that alone took i mean that was an incredibly complicated affair just to get the constitution uh and yeah africa i don't i don't think has ever had space to breathe since slavery uh to to basically come to those conclusions and and, and unite in that way and it, i'm just saying it, it will take a long time if if any parts of africa did decide to become a united state uh yeah and there's, yeah, there's just a lot of forces that manipulate and would not want that to happen. So, yeah. Basically, and I don't know if it's wrong to say, like, does this, the size of a nation matter in its ability to produce wealth? I think a size of a nation matters in its ability to defend itself. That's fair. That's that's I think that's that's why I thought you were kind of going. You were saying, the well, it's, it's all it's all of that, like whether. Yeah. To, to remain sovereign. And, yeah, and all the things that go with say. that, right? Yeah, like, that, yeah, that's that, what we're getting at. That's, that's kind of so what massive. I was getting at. Like, you can't How... have 54 countries like that and not. And 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 I was so I'm like afraid to say these things because I, I, I on the fly, at least. Yeah. You you can't have all of in my understanding. It's difficult to have all of those and then not have the big brother on your continent. Like, who is your mm-hmm. local defender? Yeah. How do you have all of those, but still no big dude to say no outside world back the F off? At least this is my playground and I own it. I hear what you're putting down. I hear what you're putting down. And, and I apologize how, how rough around the edges that thought was. It was a new, but it's it important. I mean, we have to, you have to come, you have to come to that to uh, sometimes, you know, look, these episodes aren't always smooth people. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it takes us some time, but we'll get there at the end. We'll get there. And if we don't, that's why this is called retraction. Yeah. You, call me you, out. Yeah. Call us out on it. Cause we want that's That's the whole point yeah, of the show. We're here to learn. We're here to share ideas and learn. So yeah. But anyway, that I just thought that was a very interesting tidbit. I, I, I want to open up black history month with it. 
I just think that most people don't realize just how massive it is. And I think that here's the other thing. When you do think about the history of slavery and colonization, to think of the think of not easy pickings, but you have to think about how big of a landmass with unique cultures and different parts of it. You know, you have tribal warfare, you have, you have tons of, there's just so many, there's so much variety and diversity to the continent of Africa that it, you know, unfortunately from a historical standpoint, you kind of understand why it kind of became, I, 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 oh my God, I, I really grimace at saying easy pickings because there's so much that went into it, uh, but it's, it's just, it's just a big resource rich landmass that it just it just kind of makes sense if you have powers that have united around it to just come in and sort of um manipulate it yeah in that way i guess just my that. point but before before you go past that though yeah because to establish that i almost like to to export the riches of south america i mean gold silver whatever yeah. you know outside of there they had to subdue the locals, right? And they did that through forging alliances, dividing those people. Same thing happened. Further, thing is happened. that how they established that trade in Africa? It's, did they did they turn the communities against one another? Um, as through, a, yes. you know, erode the 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 division that was already there, but exacerbate it and and create warring factions. And, well, unfortunately, and, I think what happened is a lot of the powerful nations within Africa got a lot of got wealthy off of the slave trade and um and part of needing to continue what here's a problem when you start exporting in blood which are like human beings you need to find more human beings and the way you find more human beings is by continually going to war with your neighbors and or kidnapping strong able-bodied uh people of your nation state and by doing so in the in the short term you are getting rich in the long term you're depleting your your continent of its richest resource which is strong powerful people out there and here's the thing i mean it's even i'm you know i'm i'm being reductive when i say this but there there are a lot of races who blame africa for the slave trade slave trade which is just like you well, know, that, again you want to talk about reductionism but yeah the thing is you once you start getting down there you it, you could end up helping bolster their argument that Africa, if because here's the, here's the truth of it. The slave trade actually could not have actually occurred if African, if the border nations of Nigeria at the time um, and, and basically the Mali empire, if those guys didn't help, it would have been almost impossible for Europeans to capture enough slaves to maintain slavery. Yeah, but that's not, the right way to look at it. And, and I know, can, but you can, you can have this, that. you don't want to get into it too close to that, but you that, can't say it's not the fault of the, that's the victim. There was, they weren't trying to establish that the outside power was the idea that you yeah. could say, well, you let the, you let the thief in, you, you let, let them, the, in. you let the Fox into the hen house. No, it's the Fox. It's definitely the Fox. I'm just pointing out there. That's why. That's why it's a yeah. We we can talk about it if we want. But I'm just saying that that's where it gets a little touch and go. Because you, you can't be know. like, dude. You let them in. You open the door. Well, it's more than fault. it's more than just letting them in. But they were incentivized to. They were right. profiting from. Like I, I assume that's what you're them. getting at, yeah, right? That there yeah. was they they made. Well, they it were handing them out. They were helping. But that's were, but that's were, what I was talking about. Europeans had slave ports on the coast, but 
in order to get those slaves there, they, they contracted they these people out and made them wealthy in the process yeah. or their version of yeah. that, at least. And yeah. I get it. And that's what I mean when that's what they didn't do that exactly. Uh, but with South America, where they made allies and traded with them accordingly yeah. to ensure their loyalty and and to fight off as a proxy, yeah. the people who were standing in their ways to get the real riches that they were after, because the South Americans didn't value silver in the way that the Europeans did. Yeah. So exactly. the. Yeah, like that's kind of what I was getting at. And again, I don't know enough about it, so I don't want to ask an insulting question. Um, maybe I shouldn't be afraid to do that because I'm actually just trying to learn. But yeah, uh, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, did someone go in and say like, oh, there's a natural division between these two tribes or nations. I'm going to exacerbate that, incentivize the person I think is stronger so that they yes. can be my yeah, that happened. Yeah, that happened all over the place. Yeah, definitely yeah, in the beginning, yeah, in the beginning, but by the again, because of well, the, then as soon as you have a foothold and you don't, then you turn on your ally exactly and you're like, happened. you don't have a choice or you're going to be next. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's exactly what happened within um, almost every of the, all the strong nations. That's how they fell is because they, yeah, they turned against them once they, once they're just was it, first of all, yeah, once they were the last remaining power because they basically bled all the other all their adversaries of their of you know their strong people it's in, their adversaries potential allies Pretend, well they would they should have been allies exactly yeah. because you but you had you know hindsight's 2020 by the time you they realized what they had done which is deplete their country of all its re, of its most powerful resource which is your people it's too late because you're the only ones left so now that's why you have the great stories of like Saka Zulu fighting off the British and things like that is because those are those are the only ones left. They're everyone else is gone. You just have a few entities left, and then they you know they put up huge fights, but ultimately were overpowered. It's fair, yeah, that makes sense. So it's 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 just not slavery is just not a institution you want to ever really be engaged in as a for, as a way of of forging wealth. I think that that's the it, it's it was a a monkey paw, if you will, for a lot of those slaver nations within Africa at the time, and uh, and it led basically to the yeah to the to the doom of the continent as a, as a whole. I cannot wait to hear what else you have in store for this month. Oh, a few things. There's a few things that are bubbling up. This was just a, this was a taste. <laughs> this is a taste <laughs> for for February. We don't have long people, so I got to really get it in quick. <laughs> Like the clock is ticking. We, well, what's what's what Feb one starts? I've only got twenty seven more days to do, to do these things. So he just dipped his toe long. in the pool. This is this is getting started. Just getting started. Just getting started. So uh, just wet your whistle. There's there's more to come, and uh, I think that's all I got. That's all right got for this episode. Well, it was a great topic. I can't. I honestly, like, sincerely, cannot wait to see what else we have. Um. All right. So. For those of you that are super jazzed up about what else we have in store for this month, don't forget, every week we have new episodes. So please like, subscribe, and enjoy the show. We're also on Twitter, and catch us on any podcast platform that you listen to. And with that, a retraction out. <laughs> <laughs>